Welcome to Jen and Juice. We are two sisters who grew up humbly in the trailer park and in Sunday school, where we weathered the storms of kitchen scissor bangs, purity culture, fundamentalism, culottes, flannel boards, and fellowship hall potlucks. We remain devout to Jesus as we continue to wrestle out our faith with fear and trembling. We hope to provide a safe space to have real, raw conversations about everything and nothing, this and that, the secular and the sacred, you know, the juxtaposition of all things life. We want to use what the Lord has given us. Snark, quick wit, hard-earned wisdom. We promise to show up wobbly on some days, strong on other days. We aim to be a refreshing palate cleanse in a world starving for hope and light. We're like therapy you can afford. Because we're free. So welcome to Gin and Juice. We're We're here here to help help a sister and brother out. And welcome back to Gin and Juice. We are on episode 42, Christmas Confessions. I think I'm just going to sing a little jingle. I love it. For every title of the name. Oh, please do. (laughs) Our listeners love it when you sing to them and make up jingles. Well, I'm so good at it. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just do that, like, in the background. Little jazz hands? Yeah, jazz hands and like a yeah. Okay, I like it. I like okay. it. Okay, so what are Christmas confessions juice? Okay, so we are going to maybe get a I would I would put this in the category that like we're going to maybe get a visit from the ghost of Christmas past. Okay. Christmas present and Christmas future as you and I walk through and talk through traditions that we've loved, mm-hmm. the traditions we've lost, and the traditions we hope to begin. Oh, that is not where I took mine, but oh. this will be fun. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. Oh, no, I have confessions about what I love and hate okay, okay. through the years. Okay, awesome. I love it. Okay, so where, what, where did you take yours? Okay, so... I consider these like spicy takes on Christmas Mm -hmm. because when it comes to holidays, especially Christmas, people are very opinionated and their opinion is king. Yes, it's so true. So prepare to hate me or be like, yes, I never wanted to say it, but I feel the same way. I love it. So the first one is. I love a polarizing episode. Let's just put people either you're going to love us, you're going to hate us. Well, good segue talking about polarizing because uh, Christmas confession number one, I freaking hate the Polar Express. I have that one too. (laughs) I hate the Polar Express movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Uh. Uh, it is the worst, the worst of all the Christmas movies. That kid's teeth. Uh, just the story in general. I don't know. It and just the, the weird animation. Yeah. And also, hey guys, um, those children are not going aboard a, a sweet train to the North Pole. That's called human trafficking. Yes. They are being trafficked. They've been kidnapped. <laughs> they are on a train being lured onto a train in the middle of the night. And their parents don't even know. That is human trafficking. That is disgusting. Disgusting. Ugh, I hate it. The Santa Claus is mean. Yeah. He's he's like grumpy, scary. Like he's like Old Testament Santa Claus. Yeah. Like Old Testament God is always like scary and judgmental. And that is like Polar Express Santa to me was like Old Testament Santa. Yeah. And then I that kid like who's like, oh, I hate one. that kid. He's, I don't know. He just sucks on the back of his tongue and he, I don't like it. I don't, I hate that kid. The only thing. <laughs> Add that to your list. <laughs> the only thing I loved about it, being a teacher, yeah. was it gave us an excuse to wear pajamas to school, and the kids loved that. Oh, yeah. 
But that was it. That's the only reason. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, now I have to listen to this movie and it's boring and it's slow. My kids didn't like it either. Oh, no, no. We've, no, Emery hated it. We had to watch it like again for her kindergarten Christmas, yeah. which again, I get and I love all the teachers that prepared all that. I get it. Uh, and they made it magical with yes. the hot chocolate and they made it sweet, but the movie itself sucks. Yeah, everything the teachers did around it is magical. Oh, the absolutely. The movie itself, trash. Absolutely trash. It should be a banned film. <laughs> I said it. Dun, dun, dun. You heard it here first, guys, on Gin and Juice. The Polar Express should be a banned film. And book, apparently. Uh, hey, okay, I love that we agree on that. I do, too. Okay, what's one of your Christmas confessions? Here's my confession. Live nativities are typically heretical. Oh, Some of y'all are like, yeah, I know where she's going and she's right. First of all, Mary was a teenager, not a 30-year-old white woman with blonde hair, blue eyes, lip filler, and a son named Brayden. Yeah. (laughs) We love the Braydens. (laughs) Fine. Love you, Braydens. Love y'all. But your mama does not represent Mary. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Okay. Your little sister does. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Little little backstory there. Mary was probably 12 Mm -hmm. or 13. Mm-hmm. Like she had just started like menstruating or just before, mm-hmm. like this is culturally in context. Like she was a little child. It would be like Emery should play Mary. Ew, I, I know. Do I thumbs down that. I get it. I totally get it. But I do not want to see white Rachel. <laughs> I don't. Are I you don't. saying Mary wasn't white? Yeah. Mary was not white <laughs> and she wasn't 30. Mm-hmm. And she for sure didn't have lip filler. Yeah. I just, I don't like it. I hate it. Mm -hmm. The only, the only nativity I like is when it's little tiny children. It's like watching a precious moments nativity come to life. Like little cherubs. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Our friend, her, her church, um, she's at a a pastor at a Methodist church and their church just did like their children's program on Sunday. And I watched online and all the little kids like, six and under you know played like mary and joseph and it was the cutest thing oh my gosh i just melted that acceptable when you're throwing in the hot joseph and the hot mary and the white baby doll baby jesus Mm -hmm. no 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 heretical (laughs) i got to be mary in a nativity at a church one time i remember this and um, I was pro- I was eight, I think. Yeah. So that was more accurate. It was more accurate, and it was really good that you are white skinned and red headed. Uh huh. I represent the Irish, Mary. <laughs> Mary. I, I, don't, I can't do an Irish accent to save my life. Really. Oh, you leprechaun, Mary. Okay. But I loved it because I got to hold a baby doll. Oh, that was right at my. I was really hoping that one of the moms in the church was going to let me hold her real baby. Yes. But they didn't. Was it too cold? Did, was it outside? I can't remember. No, it was inside. No, it was, it was inside. Like, it was the play. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that they were just concerned that the baby would like wake up and cry and ruin the whole thing. Yes. Or poop, you know. Yes. Which I could have handled because I was born to be a mom. That's right. You were. Oh my gosh. She so was, y'all. You don't even understand. Okay. Also, you know what? I don't like live nativities. You know why? Because the Magi weren't actually present at the birth of our Lord Jesus. You know what? I think a lot of these traditions that we have totally screwed me up as like thinking about 
like birth in general mm-hmm. and the story of Jesus, which yeah. makes it even seem more unreal. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, like it just didn't match up. Yes. So no, it didn't. What we Christianized it as didn't match up with what the Bible said. Mm. So I was like, who's wrong? Yeah. As well, a little we, kid. We Westernized yeah. it. Yeah. With American church culture. Okay, so the Magi, if anybody wants to know, I know you're all dying for Bible Corner with juice. Okay, from the cultural backstamp from the cultural backgrounds study Bible, it says that the Magi, it was common for dignitaries to come out and congratulate congratulate a new ruler. Magi undoubtedly came with a significant caravan. So where we see the three kings, mm-hmm. that's because it's it was a the gifts given were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Right. So we say there were three magi. Okay, no, there were probably tons, a caravan. Like gypsies. Like gypsies, <laughs> like a whole trope of them. Mm-hmm. But they weren't gypsies in that regard. What they were, magi were a famous class of astrologers and dream interpreters who served the Persian king. And their title appears in the most common Greek version of the Old Testament only in the book of Daniel, where it applies to Daniel's enemies. They were his enemies. Remember the people that were trying to interpret Nebuchadnezzar's dreams. And then Daniel was brought in as like a prophet of the Mm -hmm. Lord, truly the interpreter for the Lord. Um, So, and because they, it says that they were the enemies, they're under that classification because astrology is a form of divination. And that was forbidden in scripture. Mm -hmm. Like don't go messing with, with reading into those things. Um, Yet these magi come to worship the new true King Jesus. As Matthew often emphasizes, God calls followers from unexpected places. I love that. Yes. And then the other truth to that whole thing is that the Magi probably arrived at Jesus's home and when he was maybe around the age of two. Hmm. So he, they, and we'll get into that another time. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, and, and that, that, that honestly, I'm saying heretical to be like kind of cheeky and funny. It doesn't make it heretical. It's just how we put nativity scenes together to represent the birth of Christ. And did the Magi come? Yes. Were they there the night he was born? No. No. But, you know, that doesn't mean you need to burn your nativities right. or anything, but, but they do irritate me, especially <laughs> when there's, white Rachel mom. Mm-hmm. What about um, Mary? your, you had, you know, that, that, um, kids toy brand, the little people. Oh gosh. Yes. And y'all had the little people nativity and Emery's <laughs> always stole baby Jesus. <laughs> well, remember, we pulled it out of the attic one year and she goes, look, mama, the, we've got farm people. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing so great as a pastor. <laughs> My child doesn't recognize the nativity uh-huh. characters. They're farm people. They're farm people. And she would steal the baby Jesus. Yeah. Every time. We'd find it in her room. Yeah. She would use it in her Barbie setup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The baby Jesus lived in the Barbie dream house yes. every Christmas at the Phillipses. I yes. love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my confessions. Okay. I like it. Okay. Oh, where am I going next? Mm. Okay. This was a big debate in my family because Mm. I took it to the family. I emphatically do not agree with having Thanksgiving food on any day but Thanksgiving. Amen. I love the turkey. My Mm -hmm. kids call it chicken. Mm -hmm. 
I love the turkey. I love the dressing. I love all of the Thanksgiving food items. Yes. yes. Do not eat it on Christmas Day. Yes. One month later. No. Don't do it. Thumbs down. Don't do it. Thumbs down. So we in our family, Mm -hmm. uh, we would always host Thanksgiving and Christmas for family. And dad was a cop. So anybody who was on... um, rotation that night or on on shift, yep. they would stop by and they'd get food for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So for Christmas for us, we wanted to do something different. As so, adults. As adults. Mm-hmm. So we started doing Mexican food. Oh, it's my favorite. Mexican food is my favorite food of all time anyway. Me too. And it's one of those foods that like you can munch on all day oh. and throw the enchilada in the microwave and warm it up later. Mm. And all the dips and all the queso and the chips. Love it. I love it. So that's what you should do. Yes. Except Karis says Mexican food is trash. Oh, you can't say that. Karis is being disowned in she this moment. She is now being kicked out of the house. <laughs> I Karis Page. She broke my heart. I was like, I mean, I know you didn't like Mexican food, but it's the worst. And she was like, oh, it's awful. It's It all tastes the same. I'm like, <gasps> what? What does thou say is? <laughs> Karis is heretical. So she is thumbs down downing our tradition. I am. My mouth is a gate. So, mine was too when she said this. I was like, child, how dare you? But she is adamant that Mexican food is not meant to be eaten, especially on Christmas Day. Does she not know that she is Mexican? Yes, she does. And she still is like, no, it all tastes the same to me. How dare she mm-hmm. wrong yeah she needs to repent i know and eat some queso she does okay well i'll keep in line with some food okay. topic okay confession y'all heard it last week you heard it here guys my confession is i love white dip yeah you do yeah i do what is white dip you say well clearly you live in the gym and you don't live with me <laughs> at the bakery or in the in, with the enchiladas and the mexican food white dip what is it it's any dip with a base that is sour cream cream cheese or mayo yeah and a few years ago there was this big health trend it was like to help you around the holidays keep the pounds off drop the lbs it was don't eat the white dip stay away from any white dip because it's going to add extra calories when you're standing around at parties well you know what y'all can suck it i (laughs) great more for me good i will eat that white dip i love it i'm gonna eat me some white dip I love the white dips. I am tired. You know what? Work out. Be healthy. Enjoy all that. But for the love of the Lord. <laughs> enjoy some white dip. Enjoy some white dip. Plus, don't be weird. The tomato base gives you indigestion. <laughs> it does. And some of y'all don't need that. You don't need diarrhea on Christmas. Yeah. You, yep. yep. I'm sorry. Eat the white dip. Mm-hmm. Quit, at, quit counting calories around tables where you should be breaking bread and making memories mm-hmm. and having great conversation that should not reflect how many calories we're consuming. Yeah. It makes me mad. Don't, no, no. don't come at me with those conversations. I'm going to get spicy. Okay. So in line with that, yeah. I I mean, I think we're all our own worst critics, you know, Uh huh. but um, I have noticed when 
my girls say anything negative about themselves, how it makes me feel. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, y'all are so beautiful and perfect. And yeah, maybe you do need to lay off some sugar because you now you have a cavity, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that you should, you know, change the way you look or whatever. That's right. And so it really is convicting to me because I'm like, they hear it from me. Yeah, absolutely. They learn it from me. And I hate that because I'm like, they are absolutely perfect. And I don't want them to be obsessed around food. No. I don't want them to have... Or body image. Body image and and food eating disorders. Because it is all consuming. Mm -hmm. And and there are people who lose out on life and relationships because of it. I want to teach them moderation. Yes. Like, yeah, have a snack. But don't have all the snacks. Right. You yes. know, have some white dip. Don't eat all of the white dip. That's right. Save some for mama. That's right. And Juju. <laughs> Juice got to have her white dip. <laughs> she will go ballistic. <laughs> okay. What's your next confession, sister? Okay. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay. You're going to have to break it down. I haven't watched Die Hard in 30 years. What? Yeah. You don't watch it every Christmas? No, I haven't watched it since we were children and our dad showed it to us because. (laughs) 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 Yippee-ki-yay. He's like, girls don't repeat it. Yeah. You know not to. Uh That was parenting in the Johnson house and we loved it. Okay. So Bruce Willis Mm -hmm. is uh, like a, I don't know, law enforcement, FBI, three letters, three Initial something. Right. And so he's going home to see his kid for Christmas. Okay. And then like there's the terrorist attack. Mm. And so he has to, um, but it's around Christmas time. Okay. So he has to like, you know, beat up the bad guys and take them down and all that. And so it's like, shoot them up, bang, bang. But it's around Christmas. And okay. so therefore it is a Christmas, a Christmas movie. movie. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to get your back on that. Yeah. And I'm going to watch Die Hard. Well, it's great because like if you're... Uh, I like to wrap presents to things that I don't really have to pay attention to. I do too. Because then if I need to get up and go grab tape or go grab another glass of wine Mm -hmm. or something, Mm -hmm. like I don't want to have to pause it and do all this. And so I wanted to watch something that I've already watched and I already know by the Mm -hmm. back of my hand. And it's one of those movies that I can like wrap a bunch of presents because it kind of like gets my adrenaline going. Yes. And also I don't have to pay attention too closely. I love that. Okay. Y'all put on some Die Hard, wrap some presents. (laughs) I love that. Confession. I hate sending Christmas cards. Okay. But I love receiving them. (laughs) I I don't hate sending them. I just don't think about it. No, it's too much work. It's a lot of work for me and my brain and... I, I feel like, oh, I, I want to be the person who sends Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. And my girls, when we receive them, they're like, where's oh, ours? I know. Sad face. I'm like, well, y'all took school pictures. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, children, we can send Christmas cards or you, we can get some more presents. Yes. Like, it's not cheap. Yeah. But I do. I love getting them. I, I love them, too. Yeah. And I put them in a basket and I pray over the, the families throughout the year. Aww. I do that. Um, I just hate sending them. And I would like to, to give a shout out to our sister, Diana. Um, Di did a, an episode with us about male breast cancer. Yeah. You know, this is one of our very best friends. And she and I use this app every day so we can communicate because she's busy and I'm busy and our schedules don't line up that we get to talk that often. Mm-hmm. And so we use Marco Polo. Not a sponsor, but we'd love for you to be. Yeah. Love Marco Polo. Use that with your friends, um, especially if you're if you don't live in the same city. She lives in Waco, Texas, and so Diana is. We Marco Polo in the mornings when we're getting ready, and she Marco Poloed starting in November. She was like, 
I've got my Christmas cards done. And I was like, girl, get it, get it. Like, so proud of you. What is today's date? December 13th. 13th. Uh, She sent me a Marco Polo this morning and said, just put my Christmas cards in the mail. (laughs) She's been driving around. Like, she's got them stuffed, all that prepared in advance. Like, amazing. She did the work. She did the thing. She ordered them. She had them delivered. She got them in the envelopes, licked, stuffed, all that stamped. Driving around. Left him in there. Left him in the car for all this time. And then she's trying to drive around and find the little blue mail, uh, post office boxes to drop him in. It's not 1950. Okay. Well, for me and Diana, it is. How dare you, lady? You modern woman of the future. Because I was like, what? She was like, yeah, you can't find those boxes anymore. I'm like, since when? And apparently, yeah, since maybe 1955. Apparently. Rude, rude. So Diana and I are the last to know that those blue boxes don't exist anymore. And she had to go to the post office oh, and yeah. go inside mm-hmm. and drop them in there. Yeah. I mean, the work it took for her to do those Christmas cards. I applaud you, sister. Absolutely. I applaud you for sending a card that I will inevitably receive on December 27th. I love it. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Better late than never. I know. I'm, I'm going to be in the never category. <laughs> yeah. Well, I sent my last Christmas card uh, and I hadn't sent one in years and I sent one in 2021 mm-hmm. and I gave like a two, I wrote a two page letter. <laughs> nobody read that thing. If you read that thing, please let us know because ain't nobody reading a two page letter. <laughs> and then later I was, I was, I'm still so embarrassed. I'm hot right now. You were thinking about, I cannot believe I did. Yeah. So Jessica, write in your journal. You, she, I needed my Bible and a journal that year. Apparently I was coming off of something, uh, a hard year is what I was coming uh-huh. off of. And then you let everybody know. Oh, everybody knew. <laughs> everybody knew. Uh, except those of them that didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just went on a bunch of prayer chains. People were like, pray for Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I love receiving your cards. I'm sorry I'm a scrub who doesn't send cards because I'm lazy or just, I don't know. I know. I just, I really don't even, I think about it and then I'm like, uh, maybe next year. Can I just post something online? I, I, Can I just I send everyone yeah. a text? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's a lost art, but I sure do love getting them. I do too. And I respect all y'all who do it every year. I really do respect y'all. I'm like, dang, like I get one every single year from Mm -hmm. Audra. I'm like, every year, Mm -hmm. Audra? Dr. Barbie sends one every (gasps) year. And whenever they they send the updates, of it's a one pager, which I love. This year it was two pages and it's hysterical. It's hysterical. They give even like a chart of the girl's uh, answers to, because they have two two daughters. That's hilarious. And it is the best thing ever because it is so funny. And if you know Dr. and um, Ken Barbie. Oh my gosh. um, They are hysterical so funny they're so funny and it just comes out in the writing they wrote it this year as though it was like uh chat what's it called gpt g G chad gpt (laughs) or whatever i whatever like the intelligent or artificial intelligence Uh wrote it oh chad gpt Uh wrote it it is so funny it is hilarious that they're in crack and it was two pages thank you dr barbie and ken and ken (laughs) and was in like multicolor i loved it it was hysterical i love it okay Okay, what is another confession? Let me see here. Okay, this was a um, across the board 
thumbs down in my family. No <laughs> to caroling. Oh. Like, okay. If you want to get shot, this is Texas. Seriously. Right? So I like it if somebody, if there's like a, a little caroling um, group or whatever, like at a, you know, a farmer's market or yes, a, me too. Yeah, something like that where they're stationary Yes, and they're singing and I can hop in and listen and then hop out without feeling like, oh gosh, do I tip you? Right. Do I applaud? Do I stay for the whole thing? I don't want to shut the door in your face. No, because that's rude. But also I will because yes. I don't care. <laughs> You're in my private property. You rang my doorbell. You woke my kids up. That's right. You interrupted my watching of Die Hard. <laughs> Eating my white dip. That's right. Drinking my wine. That's right. <laughs> I don't want your Christmas cheer. <laughs> listen to your Christmas cheer on my terms and then walk away and not feel guilty. Okay. So, but that was one thing about, uh, and I, I mean, we don't have like door to door knocker carolers anymore. I haven't seen those in years, No, but I remember as a little kid in Kansas, we had some Yes, and I was like, Whoa, we lived on murder street. You are brave or stupid. I don't know. Yes. But even in the eighties, I was like, do we stand here the whole time? Listen, the little Johnson sisters were anticipating true crime podcasts before it was a thing. Oh, we yeah. prophesied it because yeah. we literally lived on a murder street yes. in this really bad neighborhood in Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, like dude murdered his wife on our street while we were out getting McDonald's. Yeah, no, it happened. <laughs> it happened. It was terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people were caroling and we were like, y'all are fools. Yeah, we're like, yeah. we got your six while you saying, oh, come all you faithful. <laughs> gosh yes i'm with you so yeah no to caroling what you got okay confession i like receiving presents give me some presents i like presents i like presents i love giving i love giving it's not like i despise the giving and i only like the receiving but i know we're adult women and we're supposed to be the moms in every movie or commercial that sits back with our coffee and smiles while everyone opens their present and we receive nothing Mm -hmm. but the joy of our family's love and then the kids are like mommy why didn't santa bring you anything and then i look at santa and i you know (laughs) out in the in the air (laughs) I don't know. I guess I was a bad girl. (laughs) Apparently not bad enough. (laughs) How much editing do I have to do in this episode? (laughs) We hope our sponsors stick with us. (laughs) Oh, yes. I like getting presents. It doesn't have to be anything big and crazy unless I want it to be. And I'll put it on my list. That's right. I will make this real easy for Santa. Here's my list. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I do love giving to my kids and my husband and all the family. Um, but you know, I do want them to be happy, which will be more quickly achieved when they've given me thoughtful gifts as well. Yes. Well, cause it's been a stressful, yes. however long it takes us to shop because we're the shoppers. Let's just be honest, I do, which I do enjoy. I do too. I love it. I do all the hunting and gathering yeah. and I really, I do not despise that. Yeah. It does not make me bitter. But when, when the man in your life only has one person to shop for and it's you and you've given him a list with exact items and places to go get it, I do not want to hear that it was too much. Yeah. None of you should feel like that's too much. Yeah. Like your spouse, your significant other should find joy in that. Mm-hmm. Like 
because, because it is a lot of work and it, it really does typically fall 90% or more on the female. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's what I have found. Yeah. Come on. Most of the time when the men's go to shop, mm-hmm. somebody says, would you like for me to gift wrap it for you? <gasps> Guess what? I have never been asked those, <laughs> that particular question. Yes. I'm like, what? do I need to look like sad and dismayed yes. and confused and distraught yes. for someone to say, do you want me to gift wrap that for That's you? That's right. That's what? right. I know. And you know what it is for me too? It's kind of a, okay. So my, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And so the gift giving, it's not that like receiving gifts is a love language for me because it's really not like, I don't need gifts constantly to fill my love tank, but at Christmas, it's the fact that, um, that Brad went, that he got out in the weather. He weathered the traffic. He had to get out in the got stores, out of his zone. got out of his comfort zone. He went and he did something with me in mind. Yeah. And I hope it was with joy and love in his heart because that's what I don't want him to do it begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. Um, I want him to do it because like out of an overflow of his love and appreciation for me. And so when I receive that, I know everything that went into that because I've been doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. And I didn't do it once. I did it over. I did it every day yeah. for a whole dang season. And so I truly appreciate what he had to go through, Yeah, you know, to, to do that. It means a ton to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's the part of it that means so much knowing that they want me to feel loved and appreciated. That's the part that makes me feel just loved yeah. and, and appreciated yeah, absolutely. on a day when I'm pretty much spent. Yeah. Like I'm pretty, and, and I'm still having to like pour out. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is, um, about being a cheerful giver Yeah. and second Corinthians nine, six, and seven is the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly mm-hmm. and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion Ooh. for God loves a cheerful giver. And so I love that. Cause it like, especially in this season of, of time, it's yes. like, I do want to, I give out of a cheerful heart. I yeah. love giving gifts, but also I want my spouse to, to feel cheerful and, and, um, not reluctantly, yes. but like, man, I want to bless her because she yes. has done all of this and I love her. Yes. Not because I've done all this, just because I love her Yes, and we're not big gift givers throughout the year. No, not mm-hmm. even really on our birthdays or anything no. like for the kids. Yes. But for yeah. he and I, right. we don't really give a lot of gifts. We don't and either. so for him to be like, I want to give to her. Yeah. I love that. Which is also why. This verse is why I don't care if you look at me with sad eyes and want me to give to your charity that I don't want to give to. That's right. Because I will not give under compulsion. That's right. <laughs> That's I know, right. It's my take, but yeah, I know. And and I'm really let's talk about that too because I'm really particular about where I'm I'm giving my financial gifts because I know a lot of large organizations. Um, the, the money is not going down to the people that it's supposed to help. It's yeah. going to the C-suite and for um, salaries, overhead. overhead. And so I know who I give my charitable gifts to. And and yeah, I, you're not going to get me with, with you know, that that's not going to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's okay if for you, you feel the same way about that. Mm-hmm. But you should be given somewhere. Yeah. You know, like do that, give. But, yeah. but also, please buy for your wife. Yes. Please buy for the women, please. Yes, yes, yes. That was kind of two confessions in one. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that too. All right. Okay, Jenny, what okay. else you got? I have to say, confession is, anything British is a Christmas movie to me. 
Okay, so like Bridget Jones Diary, Christmas movie. Yeah. The Holiday, Christmas movie. Love Actually, Christmas movie. Yes. The Crown, Christmas series. <laughs> Bridgerton, Christmas series. <laughs> They're all Christmas. If it's, I don't know why. Yeah. If it has a British accent, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I and I love watching those during the holiday, and they're all oh. kind of terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, the holiday. I mean, that's probably one of oh. my favorites. And we all we, we you know what we want for Christmas, y'all. We want Cameron Diaz's wardrobe. Yes, her wardrobe. I, to this day, that movie is hella old. Yeah. And and to this day, she could walk. Anybody could walk in wearing any of that, and we would all be like. Where did you get mm-hmm. the boots, the leg warmers, yeah. the, the coat, the turtleneck, the, yeah. the hair? Like, all it's perfect. She's flawless. Yeah. Flawless. Capsule pieces. Caps. Oh, yeah. that whole, her whole wardrobe mm-hmm. was capsule. Yeah. And that's just my uh, spice take on British everything is Christmas. I love it. Yeah. Okay. And now a word from one of our sponsors. Jen and I are really big gift givers. It's kind of part of our family DNA. We love giving, but every year after Christmas, we secretly contemplate whether or not this year's pile of Christmas gifts is just going to turn into next year's garage sale pile of crap. We know you wonder the same thing because what we all really want to give is a gift that matters. It is the commitment of the Medical Center Health System Foundation that no one be turned away because of their ability to pay. Through philanthropy and volunteerism, the MCHS Foundation supports the mission of Medical Center Health System toward providing quality health care, education, and outreach to all residents of the Permian Basin. With your generous support, the MCHS Foundation will be able to help our community and patients not only meet current healthcare needs, but also work toward a healthier and stronger tomorrow. This holiday season, please give a gift of hope to the MCHS Foundation. This is a gift that will last beyond one holiday season. And who knows, your gift could change or save someone's life. And now back to our show. So my next confession, you're, if you have littles and you have certain traditions in your home mm-hmm. then please turn this down okay because no small younger ears needs to be listening to what i'm about to say okay okay turn it down mm-hmm. three two one my confession is i love and miss elf on the shelf oh i'm so sad that emory phased out when she came to the realization that Santa and Elf and all the things weren't real a few years ago. And we promised that whenever she asked us, we would tell her the truth. Mm-hmm. And so when she asked, we told her the truth. And it was like heartbreaking mm-hmm. for me. I mean, like cried, ripped my heart out. And we were kind of in in the middle of the season that year. And so we kept up with Elf on the Shelf mm-hmm. just for fun because she asked us to. So, of course, we did. And... Last year, like we didn't just play along, you know, just yeah. for, she didn't care about it at all. And so it's so sad. And I love all the posts that y'all all make. And I know how hard it is. And because there were days when I was in it that I hated it because it was exhausting. You'd be like midnight. Oh, gosh, I forgot to move the elf. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to get up and run and move it. And and I know I get that. Mm-hmm. And trying to be out 
out creative the next mom who's like doing it amazing like yeah. my sister here oh, who please. her elves are mischievous y'all they are so hilarious no they are boring and baggy and disappointing <laughs> they are not right now <laughs> they have wrecked one of her bathrooms they had a toilet paper fight they are on a bath towel holder it's hysterical i'll, I'll show pictures <laughs> they have uh messed with our podcast equipment mm-hmm. they've messed up the kitchen i mean these are mischievous elves they are hilarious and i miss it and when these girls my little nieces text me juju look what our elves did like i almost cry every single time because it is so precious so when you're in it it's okay if you hate it today Mm -hmm. but overall oh just embrace it because it really does go so fast and and you'll miss it yeah you will miss it um our friend megan that did our um, our mommy travels yes she texted me about the elf on the shelf she said hey have you seen my post about it because she had posted a while back about you know like i'm over it you know yes. just it's so much and i get it. and she's a single mom and all that so now that her kids are older um they have an elf and they all like play tricks on each other with the elf <gasps> so one night like one of her kids set it up like with a a fake gun <laughs> Like, it's just like, okay, where are we going to find the elf? And what are they going to be doing now? Yes. So now it's like a game between them all. Yes. I love that. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I maybe we'll do that. Yeah. I love that. And they try to see who can like out elf each other. And Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. That's a fun tradition. Maybe you have older kids. Y'all should mm-hmm. do that. And it's not that's every so night. Fun. It's just like when they get a whim and like, hey, yeah. I'm going to move the elf. <laughs> that's so fun. I love it. Okay. What's yep. your next confession? Oh, goodness. Okay. I don't know if it's so much a confession as a question, Okay, but it is so, it is a confession. It's odd to me that there are so many music artists who come up with new songs literally every day, Mm -hmm. and yet there are very (laughs) few new Christmas songs that come out in decades. Yes. It's like the same one redone. Yeah. Over and over yep. and over and oh, now we're going to feature somebody rapping in it or, you know, <laughs> it's going to be some little twist, but they're the same ones since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I then like, whenever you do hear some, you're like, oh, that's so cute. But I mean, yeah. and I guess too, like, I do love the, the tr- traditional songs. Yes. There's no, there's nothing new. No, you throw on like Amazon music or whatever, Spotify or anything. You're like, give me like holiday hits. And yeah, you're going to like within two hours, you'll hear it all. That's it. And then it starts repeating the same song by five different people over and over and over. Yeah. No, that's a great point. It's weird. That is weird. I don't know. I don't get it. And also Mary, did you know? Yes. Because the (laughs) angel told her. The angel of the Lord visited her and told her she knew. You know who who he didn't visit? White Rachel, <laughs> who's posing as Mary. White Rachel did not know. She didn't. But Mary did know. Mm-hmm. Mary did know. Okay. Love you, I love Mary. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Guys, here's my confession. We, the Johnson girls, started the ugly Christmas sweater tradition and trend because we were poor. Amen. And we had to purchase ugly Kmart Jacqueline Smith sweaters because it's all we could afford. Darn right. That, that's what we wore. Yeah. Uh, We've got a picture of us. I'm like 19 and you're like 17 and it's with us and mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And we are wearing some of those Jacqueline Smith Kmart sweaters 
And we look older than we do now. <laughs> I, I look positively 59 years old. And that's it. You know what? I'm sorry to all the 59-year-olds because y'all look hot. And I looked like a train wreck. Well, we had that picture of me when I was like two. And I look like a boy. <laughs> Because I was in some brown, ugly Christmas sweater that mom and dad got, I'm sure, because it's all they could afford. And little Jenny Johnson with no hair was like little Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So we we started the I, I ugly allow sweater credit. trend. Yeah. We do. We did it. We did it, we Jenny. We did. Oh, I, okay. This one oh, also on. goes to, to uh, the Johnson girls. Uh-huh. We started... The Christmas pajama trend. <gasps> I have that one too. We totally did. We, we started did this in the 80s. We would always, we did it. every Christmas Eve, we yep. would open one present. Yes. And every year it was a set, it was a pair of pajamas. Yes. And to the and then we would wear pajamas all day on Christmas unless Christmas fell on a Sunday. And then we yes. had to go to church in the 80s because they still did that. Yes. <clears throat> so we started the pajama trend. That's right. Hmm, you're welcome. Also, confession. I started the Put your Christmas tree up early trend. Yes. Juice here saying it. You know, when I started this 18 and a half years ago when Brad and I first got married and everybody made so much fun of us because my Christmas tree went up on November the 1st. Yeah, every year. Every year starting in 2005 and everybody mocked us relentlessly. And now if you don't have that tree up by November 10th, oh my gosh, do you hate Jesus? Like, no, you, okay. It is December, whatever, middle of December and Hobby Lobby Mm -hmm. that starts putting Christmas out in June, their Christmas stuff is dang near gone. I know. Like you can't wait anymore. Nope. You can't wait for the season, Mm -mm. which kind of, it's sad really. really I hate that. But I put it up not to beat everybody. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love the decorations. I just, I love it. You know what? Also, confession, I'll leave it up as darn long as I want to. What is the longest? Because I, I think I remember. What is the longest you have ever kept your Christmas trees out? I want to say it was middle of February. I was going to say middle to end of February. Middle yeah. to end. I do think there was one year, maybe one of us had surgery or something, or maybe I was doing all the fertility surgeries mm-hmm. and that we, it was almost up to like March. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It, scientifically proven people who put their Christmas stuff up and leave it up for long periods of time are full of more joy. Well, there you go. There we go. You are joyful. That's right. I am so <laughs> skyant, smart, skyants, joy, <laughs> Christmas and skyants. Oh, I love it. You're here. It. We're here for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else? Well, in um, relation to one of my former confessions, mm-hmm. I only buy pajamas at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> It sad, is like PTSD. Sad <laughs> like I don't, I, I literally mm-hmm. go in my drawer and think, man, my, I mean, like I can't be wearing this shirt. It's got holes in it and this doesn't match and blah, 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 blah. But it's not Christmas time. I can't go buy pajamas. Uh-huh. It is so weird. Like I literally have a mental block that I can only buy pajamas around Christmas time. Because you're a woman and you're a mom and you're like, oh, I, know. I can wear these holes in my crotch pajamas. <laughs> Till next Christmas, the kids need tennis shoes. <laughs> I'm like, we grew up on Jacqueline Smith Kmart sweaters. Those were our, fa- that's our fancy clothes, oh, yeah. y'all. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We ain't buying pajamas in June. No. What are we? The Kardashians? I mean, for real. Come on. I bet their holes in their crotches are way different than ours. <laughs> 
edit, edit, <laughs> edit. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. Okay, what's one of yours? Okay, this one's not funny. Oh, juice is going to get serious. Okay. Confession. Our first Christmas without our dad was the most peaceful Christmas that we had experienced in years. Really? Yeah. He was always drunk those last few years on Christmas, and it was miserable. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of why. I was like, wait, why? Because he was drunk and a Mm -hmm. mess, and he always kind of spiraled at Christmas and, like, acted out. Mm -hmm. There's just, like, yucky stuff around that. And so as sad Mm -hmm. as we were, wasn't that there wasn't sadness. There was grief. That Christmas was completely wrapped up in grief. Yeah. But there was a level of peace. Well, and two, his family didn't come in town. And his family normally came in town or we traveled to see them. And there was that lack of stress involving them. Yes. Which always added to his level of stress. Absolutely. And instead of saying, I don't want you to come, they came and it was just a downward spiral. Yeah. And then he would Mm self-medicate with alcohol and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a level of like just a calm. Yeah. Like I don't remember that. Yeah. I wasn't worried about him. I wasn't, um, stressed out mm-hmm. or wrecked in my heart because of whatever he was doing or not doing or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there was a level of, I mean, we cried all day. Oh yeah. I do remember that. But there was peace mm-hmm. that like he was with the Lord and I don't know, just felt like the first really peaceful Christmas in a lot of years. Yeah. And I think if you've, you know, experienced grief this year and you've, it's been with somebody who has really struggled and maybe they've made life hard, Mm -hmm. you know, then, and maybe not on purpose either. It could be, it maybe the person that you lost wasn't an addict. Maybe they would just struggled in a long illness that took its toll Mm -hmm. on everyone. Then there's going to be a level of peace Mm -hmm. in it. That's going to make you feel guilty, but it doesn't have to Yeah, like the peace does not mean you're a bad person. Yeah. You know, it can just be like a gift from the Lord Mm -hmm. in the midst of a really hard season. I mean, mm-hmm. a really hard season because those that first and second Christmas, man, whew, yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah. So, I say embrace the peace when it comes. Absolutely. And if you can find things to laugh about and have joy and peace on Christmas Day, even in the midst of grieving, you know, cause some of y'all are grieving like your divorce this mm-hmm. year and things like that. Well, maybe the last few Christmases, if you really honestly mm-hmm. look back, you're like, Oh, we were fighting. Yeah. And that was miserable. Or like Jenny said, like then the element of the other side of the family was there and mm-hmm. that was miserable. Like, like really look for those nuggets of peace and joy that, that God can offer you in a new yet hard season. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and kind of in line with that, we had talked before we started recording, we both talked about the confession of sometimes family makes Christmas hard. Yes. And just like with dad, it was like he always dreaded the lead up to Thanksgiving and Christmas because his family was so much work Yes, and they took and took and took and they yep. rarely added anything to him or to mom or to us. Yep. And they were just, they were hard to be around. They were hard to love. Yes. And um, I don't know any circle of anybody who doesn't love their family, but it's like, man, 
I'm not looking forward to this. Yes. I'm not looking forward to this. And it's all about a relationship. Yep. And it just, it's hard because I mean, y'all, it's not the picture perfect Hallmark movie where, you know, we're, we're having a tiff and, um, whatever. And then we get together and then everything's better and perfect and rosy. And then Santa shows up on the roof and it's all fixed. It doesn't work that way in real life. So it can be hard. It can be hard. And we discuss all the time. It it can be so hard when, um, you're, you're doing Christmas and, and these holidays that you hold sacred to your heart and and then because it is like, well, we have to do it with the family. But when we're not doing daily life or monthly life with that family, but we're forcing it all on these major, major holidays. jacked up holidays that already hold a whole lot of stress mm-hmm. anyway, it just, it multiplies. It makes it so much bigger and harder. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to have separation and put a little space and say, we're going to do it different. Mm-hmm. Not that you, you know, because having a having boundaries is healthy and wise it's not necessarily i'm not we're not saying at all cut people out that no there are times when you need to Mm -hmm. because it's that broken and that bad and abusive abusive, Mm -hmm. right but we're just talking overall in general that it doesn't i mean getting together with people that are family they're blood related you don't have to give them the whole 12 hour day Mm -hmm. the 10 hour day like a couple hours that's okay Mm -hmm. and then dip out like it it you don't you can't sometimes make magic when there's not real human heart connection. Mm-hmm. And spending more time with some people isn't ever going to achieve that heart connection. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Take the connection that's there and like celebrate that and yeah. enjoy that and bounce. Mm-hmm. Bounce out before you lose your joy or your temper or whatever, mm-hmm. and you become less of who you actually are. And I don't ever want anybody to feel forced to spend time with me, no. especially if I'm the person in their life that brings them any kind of, I don't know, dissension or even like, man, I just don't feel like joyful when I'm around or when I leave her. Like if I'm that person to you, give me the five minutes and leave. Please I do. I don't ever want to be the joy killer, or the I joy suck ever. Yeah. I don't think by any means that like I'm the person that, oh, Everyone connects with me and I connect with everybody. No, there's just different person. I mean, it's like, would we be friends in real life if we were not blood relatives? Mm -hmm. That's a hard hard question. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, by where you spend your time, if that's true or Mm -hmm. not, you know, Mm -hmm. the answer to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are hard things. That's the wrestling of, you know, of family. And um, doesn't mean, again, you don't have to invest all the time. Mm-hmm. You just don't. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for them to feel that way about you. Yeah. It's okay for them to feel that way about me. Mm-hmm. It's just okay. We can still love each other. And it's just this, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't all have to be TV family magic. Yeah. Like it's not. None of that's real. On the flip side of that, I love it when there is, see, uh, Jeremy's side of the family is really big. Yes. And so whenever we get together, his grandmamas and his aunts are all there with their kids and now like grandkids, Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to that this year because like all the grandkids are coming. Fun. And I just, the kids make it mm-hmm. so, they're the magic mm-hmm. that it, whenever it's just, I mean, I love it when it's just us two, like the mm-hmm. intimate family, but when it's all the kids yes. and it's just like, oh, like yes. this is what it's about. I just, I, I, I love the laughter and they're chaotic and crazy. Yes. And like when our girls were little and all the, the, to- uh, almost said toilet paper. <laughs> 
too, I'm sure. That would be great. Yes. <laughs> the wrapping paper was just flying everywhere. Yes. I love it. It's just like, oh, it's raining magic. <laughs> I know. I know. That's Kids hard. make it. Yeah. That's hard for me because it's so quiet because it's the three of yeah. us. And yeah. that sometimes feels like super lonely. Yeah. And I feel lonely for Emery. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she longs for connection, you know, mm-hmm. like with her cousins and stuff. And she just doesn't understand why can't we just come over to Nini's and just, I'm like, well, because that's their family, you know? And it's like, but that, that's, that's hard mm-hmm. whenever you got the only child, you know? I'm and, sure. Yeah. And so that carries its own level of, we've got to create family, you know, sometimes it doesn't look like bloodline, mm-hmm. you know, it looks like blood of Jesus line, yeah. you know, yeah. and, uh, but we're doing something different too with Brad's family. Like we've decided we've got teenagers and sometimes it, it's like, we don't need to exchange another gift. Right. Like, good Lord, we've got everything. <laughs> They've got everything. Like, yeah. you know what, let's go do something together. Mm-hmm. Let's have a fun experience. And so we're going to go like, bowl and get trash food and you know we're gonna drink a margarita and bowl and and we're just and maybe i don't know maybe see a movie i don't know what's on the docket but we're gonna go out and have a day together and spend time doing something fun like that versus adding to each other's garage sale piles right for next year and so i love that i love it too it's gonna be so fun like i cannot wait Mm -hmm. and so and we got bombarded with just over activity leading mm-hmm. up to Christmas. Always. Always. So we decided rather than throw it on the calendar and only give them like, or us, you know, say we've got four hours, like, you know, hope you feel special that we're going to offer you this four hours because mm-hmm. that sucks. Instead, we're going, hey, let's wait till after Christmas. The kids are on Christmas break. We've all got a few days off. Let's go do this after. then. I after. love it. Or we can breathe and like enjoy, make a day of it, yeah. you know. And so I, I just say embrace. You know, sometimes it's not about opening the presents. Sometimes the gift is like the time we're spending, mm-hmm. the experience of being together, that all that. Yeah. So make new traditions. That's right. Confession. It's okay to make new traditions. That is right. So sometimes you have to just you for your do. Own peace of mind and you do stage of life. That's right, stage of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, these teenagers are going to be so much fun that day, I bowling know. and you know, talking trash, I hope, and all the fun. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Do you have any more confessions? Confession. I love eggnog. Okay. It has to be the good kind. Gandy's. It's got to be Gandy's. Yeah. Because otherwise it's trash and it tastes like eggs. That's right. I love Gandy's eggnog. Now you drink it cold or do you heat it up? No, cold. And I do not put liquor in it. Yeah. I, I really drink it like uh, straight a up four-year-old. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I didn't know that eggnog, there was like a spiked version. I never knew that. Like I just grew up because we were teetotalers yeah. like in the Johnson house till. What do you spike it with? I think rum. Oh. I spike it with rum. And so I was a movie we were watching one time and I was like, I love eggnog. And someone made a joke like, oh, I bet you do. Ho, ho, ho. You know, and I was like, I don't get the joke. Yeah. And Brad's like, because it's at full alcohol. And I was like, well, that was a rude joke to say to me. <laughs> 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 and uh, but yeah, apparently that's the thing. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Jeremy likes eggnog. I do, too. Yeah, I like it. I can't just like drink it no me either i want a little bit of it yeah i want some sips yeah i want some sips but it reminds me of childhood because grandma polly yeah. yes that's really what her name was mm-hmm. grandma polly mm-hmm. always had that gandy's 
eggnog yeah. for us. And sometimes she would sprinkle a little bit of <gasps> nutmeg on top. Nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Oh, and maybe cinnamon. Was it cinnamon and nutmeg? I, I just remember nutmeg. Okay. I know people do do cinnamon. a little bit of cinnamon, but she only yeah. did a, a nutmeg. Mm, that's my favorite. Mm. I love it. Yeah, I need to find some gandies. Old Jer likes some. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta get that. I have a uh, confession from Karis. Oh, okay. She says, mm. thumbs down to getting a trip in lieu of gifts unless the trip is to New York City or Jamaica. Amen. <laughs> Karis Page. And I do not want a surprise trip. No, 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 no. That's never going to work mm-hmm. well. I need I need some lead time. I want to yeah. plan my wardrobe. There's a joy in getting ready for the trip yeah. that's fun. Yeah. That I enjoy that part of it. So, yes, I'm with Karis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the older I get, I would love a trip. Yeah. But I can see, like, as a teen and a little kids, yeah. like, oh, where are my presents? Yes, totally. You know? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You could give me the trip, but I, it better not be tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Like you, Brad could wrap up, you know, an itinerary mm-hmm. and tell me, well, this is what we're doing. And it's in a few months. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, which he did that last year. We got to go to Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and it was months away. But I mean, that was like the greatest gift ever. Yeah. Ever. So. So good. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But no. it kind of surprised me too, because she is all about like relations mm-hmm. and experiences and mm-hmm. stuff. But she's like, no, at this point in my life, I want prezzies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fair That's enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Yeah. For knowing what she likes mm-hmm. and saying it. All right. I really don't have any more confessions. I have one more before we do our top favorite movies. Okay. Thumbs down to opening gifts prior to coffee. <laughs> oh, heck yes. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> the girls get so mad. That when we wake up, uh, Micah said, we have a surprise for you on Christmas because we are tired of waking up on Christmas Day and waiting for you all to get up, put on your pajamas, get your medicine. She lined out the whole morning. Get your medicine. I'm like, oh, that was right at me. Thyroid medicine. I have to take it within the first 30 minutes. (laughs) Get your medicine. She kind of flares her nostrils at you. Stinking moms. Stinking moms. (laughs) Stinking moms, <laughs> and then, um, then you walk. Like, why do I walk? <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Like I am waking up and I have old bones. She clearly does not know where the presents come from. (laughs) So you walk into the kitchen and you get your coffee and then you have to get your creamer and then you sit on the couch and you have to get everything ready. And then we open presents. Jennifer. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's accurate. And Mm -hmm. I approve of that message. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, so what is their surprise? So I, uh, I don't think I'm supposed to know, but I believe they're going to have my medicine set out on the, on the nightstand and they're going to have our coffee ready before they even wake us up on Christmas morning. Adorable. Yeah. But I'm like, are you going to go pee for me too? Because guess what? You missed that step. (laughs) (laughs) You missed the step where you wrecked my bladder in childbearing and birth. Mother. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm going to walk cute. into the bathroom. That's right. Walk. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny. I love so, it. I think they're going to surprise us with coffee. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Actually, they make pretty good coffee. Oh, you've got them trained well. Mm-hmm. And Mike is a coffee drinker. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Emery's a coffee drinker too. So, 
Okay, so. Okay. Christmas movie, like legit Christmas movies. Right. Here's my top five. You can say, I think some of ours are going to be the same. Okay. Okay, number one, The Christmas Story. Oh, yes. Without a doubt, little Ralphie and um, Randy. Right. And, oh my gosh, just the leg lamp and oh. all of it. It is yeah. just a joy. It's nostalgic. It's it is. funny. It's the kid with shoot the, your eye out. Shoot your eye out. And the tongue on the on the pole yeah because like we grew up in kansas and yeah. legit like kids would do that mm-hmm. and kids got stuck to the pole not, the we're not kidding yeah. this happened like we witnessed this yeah so and fragile yeah. all of it oh, oh love i love it. it second one national lampoon's christmas vacation same oh <sighs> y'all know that i call brad sparky because mm-hmm. um Clark's his wife's nickname for him was Sparky, mm-hmm. and I've called Brad that since we got married. Mm-hmm. Sparky, mm-hmm. love that one. Um, the holiday, of oh, course, love it. Home Alone, the first one, yes. The second one is runner up for that series, and okay. the third one is trash. Okay, yeah, the third one I could never even watch. No, uh-uh. and I'm so glad that Macaulay Culkin is like got his star, and he's doing better. Right, he's not. Right. Uh, inebriated or right. an addict right, right now. Right. I'm glad he's alive. Yeah, I Honestly, know. I really he's thought clean. he was going to be one of those that that was real borderline for a while. So I am so grateful. I yes. am too. And then Elf. Oh, I love Elf. I they're love all, Elf. I, I just love them because they're so different and just, I don't know, the magic of Christmas. Okay. Well, I will add my favorite. And this was um, Dad's last favorite Christmas movie, mm-hmm. Bridget Jones's Diary. Yeah. That movie, I have, I do not know when I have seen my dad laugh so hard at a movie. Tears coming down. I mean, like slapping his legs, snorting, crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is back when you rented movies like yeah. at Blockbuster and watched them at home. And we watched one. We watched this at the house and he laughed so hard. And I had already seen it, I think, yeah. at the theater. And I just rented it and he was home one night mm-hmm. and I was home on a, like a Friday night. And we watched that and he laughed so hard because... Renee Zellweger reminded him so much of my my teenage best friend, Athena Lee. Uh-huh. And Athena is physically like she can be so she's funny, funny, mm-hmm. like she is witty, smart, funny. But when she gets going, like she will be physically funny. Mm-hmm. And those of you who no, Dr. Mathena, as Bubba calls her, <laughs> you're going to be like, nah, uh, yes, she uh-huh, is. Y'all uh-huh. don't know her. Yeah. She, that girl is hysterical and smartest, funniest person ever. Yes. And so she had like, you know, I lived at her house. She lived at my house. I went on trips with her family. She went on trips with our family. So our parents knew us mm-hmm. each other, you know? And so dad was like, that is Athena Lee. Uh-huh. And he laughed. And we would have to pause it because he couldn't even gather himself yep. because she reminded him when she's playing the air guitar, the opening scene, <laughs> when she's singing all by myself, that horrible one. That's a, that's not horrible. It's a wonderful 80s ballad uh-huh. or whatever. And just crying and playing the air drums. I mean, we laughed. So that's that's one of yes. my absolute favorite movies. And it's not on any streaming device that nope. I can find for free. Nope. I think I bought it. Yeah, like we I'm going to have to because yeah. I love it. Not appropriate for children. Oh, gosh, no. But Absolutely yeah, it not. Is, it is hysterical. When I could watch it on DVD, I would put that in when I wrap presents. Yes. Yeah. Every year. Okay. Well, you forgot my, fam- my other one, too. What? Um, the Family Stone. Oh, yeah. I love that movie so much. I love The Family Stone. Yeah. It is so 
funny and raw and real. And it's the true angst of family. Like we love one one another and then we're going to wrestle on the floor and beat the snot out of each Mm -hmm. other. And then everything's going to be fine. And we're going to have family dinner together and new people are welcome, but only so far until somebody in the family approves and then they're allowed all the way in. And I I just love it. I Mm -hmm. love the siblings. I love the parents. I love the tragedy of it because that's real life that most people are walking through. And Mm -hmm. so there's joy and there's tears and there's all of it and there's togetherness. And then you come back a year later and it looks different. There's different people at the table in different spots. Mm -hmm. And I love that movie. Yeah. It was on... I can't remember what streaming it was streaming device it was on, but um, it was on the other day and I started watching it and I was like, I forgot how much I love this movie. I love it. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There was another one I was going to add. Um, what about love actually? That's was, a dividing line for a so, lot of people. Yes. So I put that under my British. It is a Christmas movie. <gasps> yes. I love it because I, I love how, what do you call it? Whenever it's like, this person is yeah. um, related to this story. Yeah, you kind of got the through line of yes. how all the stories kind of connect. I yes. love that. I do and too. then whenever one part of the story connects at the very end, you're like, "Whoa, I didn't even see that." that came. Yes. I, and I love, I love those. I do too. So I love that one as a Christmas movie. I love Again, that too. Zero appropriate for children. Absolutely, yes, <laughs> and even for teenagers. That yes. one's that one's you, it, you. What's funny is like I'll watch it now, and it's been year, you know, years or whatever, and I haven't watched it in a while, and I'm like, oh gosh, that's like, wow, clutch my pearls. Uh-huh. It's a clutch your pearls yeah. movie. So yeah, don't I, for sure. Emery's not going to get to watch that one. You no. know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, we're not going there. Um, okay, and then I love Jim Carrey's. The Grinch. Yes. How the, Gr- the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh-huh. Is that what that what's called? Yes. We watched it. That was like the first movie we watched of the season this year as a family. And I had not sat down and watched it in years. I loved it. Yeah. I'm like, this movie is so funny. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. The costuming, the makeup, just it's witty. I, I literally love that movie. Yeah, I do too. And I actually talked to Karis about this and she said that her favorite Grinch rendition is the actual uh, cartoon, the, the original, which I, oh, I don't I love it. I see. I, I prefer Jim Carrey. Yes. I'm like, he already made my top number one favorite Canadian. Yes. But um, he also is one of my favorite actors in general. Yes. And so I just, I love him. Yeah. I'm with Karis too, though. Uh, the, you know, Dr. Seuss's yes. original 19, it was 1966. Yeah. That version. I love that version. Mm-hmm. What's your take on the Scrooge? Because confession, I don't like it. I don't either. I don't like Scrooge. I don't like, and honestly, I don't like any of the, you know, anything that's ghost of Christmas past, present, and future, even though I've made a joke about that at the beginning of this episode, like I, that's just wah, wah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like Scrooge at all. Yeah. I also don't like the nutcracker. <gasps> oh, I don't either. Oh, it's weird. It's so weird. The mouse. I don't, I don't understand. I, I yeah, I don't get it. It's too metaphorical or something for yeah. my blood. I'm like, and I need some like literal yeah translation going on here. I need cousin Eddie. <laughs> It's probably just too sophisticated, and we yeah. are just some trashy, trashy girls. I mean, I'll take it because I. Mm, yeah, I can't do it. Nutcracker, no, 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 thank you. No. Okay, so I asked Jeremy one of his confessions, and he said, "Absolutely, thumbs down to white elephant gifts." And I said, "Why?" And and I quote, "Because they're stupid and a waste of money." <laughs> 
I love it. So one time we got invited to this um, party at a friend's house and they're like, okay, bring a white elephant gift. Each of you bring a white elephant gift. And we're like, okay. So we do what we uh, always do with white elephant gifts and we go in our brain and we're like, oh, it's like a gag gift. Yes. So Jeremy, I think gets a bunch of uh, movies that were made in the eighties on DVD, like three or four hilarious. And then I get something like a, a little blanket and then something else like popcorn, you know, kind of like a theme. Yeah. So we're like all excited and we're going to this thing and all of a sudden the first person opens a gift and it's like a 6,000 year old bottle of whiskey or something. <gasps> and Jeremy's sitting next to me and he starts patting me nervously and he goes, I think we did it wrong. <laughs> Whoever gets our gift also gets a hundred dollar bill. What? They were like sophisticated. Okay, that's not white elephant. First no. of all, that is the host or hostess who invited y'all said it wrong. Yes. That's a Santa exchange, like a secret Santa exchange. Yes. That's not white elephant. White elephant is supposed to be gag. Yeah. That's what what is that called? Like a just a gift exchange. Like a that is called, I don't know. That's like a secret secret Santa. No, that, no. I mean, they were like legit gifts and we're like, oh my gosh, we did not understand the assignment. (laughs) Well, what happened? (laughs) Who got your gift? Well, I don't even remember, but I remember like the DVDs were like a thing, like people wanted them. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, sounds great. I mean, I was just glad that we weren't like, if we didn't put our names on them, obviously. But they also came in a gift bag with tissue paper and the others were like wrapped pretty. I'm like, again, we, we were underprepared for this. No, I'm sorry. That's not your fault. Your host or hostess should have made this clear that this is oh. a gift exchange and here's a dollar amount. Yes. That, no, white elephant means there is, it's a gag. Yeah. I mean, there was like a very expensive bottle of tequila and all, I mean, it was like, it blew my mind. Yeah, no. It was one of those times when someone went to open my gift and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a refill. Can I get anybody a refill? <laughs> <laughs> but you really went to the bathroom with I a nervous did. tummy. <laughs> I did. So oh. stupid and a waste of money, according to Jeremy. So if you get invited and somebody says it's a gift exchange, what kind? Is yeah. it serious? Are these gag gifts? And what is the price? You know, give Limit, me a price yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And if you're throwing the party, you should include that. Yes. If it's a gift exchange, this is a serious gift exchange price point around here. $6,000. Yes, apparently. <laughs> or if it's a white elephant, this means a gag gift. Yes. Again, price point, no more than $25. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I need rules. I do too. No, that's helpful. Mm-hmm. No, that's not your fault <laughs> at all. I get your back on that. It's ridiculous. Confession. That's it. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got. Confession, we are poured out. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to wrap up the next week and a half of school with our girls. Yes. Oh, here's one. Okay. Last one. Confession. Why in the world is everything like the wrap up to all the recitals, all the banquets, all the parties, all the things around Christmas time? I know. It is too much. And we have... Four, four birthdays in our family. Yes, we have Jenny's birthday, Karis's birthday, Jeremy's birthday, Jesus's birthday. Well, and uh, Jeremy's dad. Oh, that's right, Jeremy's dad. Yeah. yeah, and his sister is now having a grandbaby, like this week. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but in our family, like we celebrate. That's yes. 
four birthdays, and then, of course, Jesus. So five. That is a lot. That's a lot. My word. Mm -hmm. It is. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else's. On our side, on his side or my side, but no, that's a lot. And and then all the banquets for all the sports, oh, I know. all the the dance recitals, everything. Winter formal. Oh yeah, yeah. everything yeah. is around there. And I know. choir concerts, orchestra concerts, oh, band concerts. <sighs> yeah, I feel that way too. That's a lot. That that's why I feel extremely poured out. Yeah. In the middle of everything else that's going on in our real lives. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The other things, you know, so yeah. So we know that you guys are in the trenches also Mm -hmm. and we love you and we hope that you're listening to this as you're bustling about Mm -hmm. getting your stuff done. And we hope that we made you laugh and say amen. And, and we hope we brought some Christmas joy to this last few days before Christmas. Confession. We love y'all. That's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for sharing your time with us. You can follow us on Instagram at jenandjuice.ig and on Facebook at jenandjuice. And I'm Jenny. You can follow me on Instagram at jennyhill.ig. That's Jenny with the J and an I. And I'm Juice, a.k.a. Jessica. You can follow me on Instagram at jessicaphillips.ig. We can't wait to meet you here again next week as we continue these conversations where, as always, we're here to help a sister... And brother, out. Peace out, dudes.